T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Underwear Olympics. (laughs) Furious in Indianapolis. Oh, God. It's Evan and Tiki. Evan enjoying his time in Florida. It's Sean and Tiki here. All right. So, Tiki, a lot happening out at the Combine. Yeah, you I and I it. have I hate it. Have watched a bunch of it. I hate it. I watched this yesterday, Sean. <sighs> and I don't know if they did this when I was there. Or maybe they did. It's just for the D-lineman. I just wasn't paying any attention to it. But they got two hula hoops and a towel that's rolled up with tape. And they're running around the hula hoop, picking up the towel, going around the other hula hoop, dropping it, going around the third, another, back to the first hula hoop, picking up a towel, running around, dropping it, and running to the end of the line. And I'm like, what in the world does that simulate? That only simulates something if you chug a beer, right. then do a dizzy bat before, right. then do all that and chug a beer to finish. Right. And, and, and the, I don't know if anybody is watching this. The turf is terrible. In Indy, yeah. they, I, I, it, it looked like they all over the place. It, it looked like they overfilled it with the like the pebbles, or they fluffed it too much. Probably and, and everything is like every guy. Every guy is slipping, and so, so it's just frustrating to watch it. And I'm look, sitting there, and I know everybody's got their stopwatches, and everybody's got their pe- notepads. I'm like, what are you gaining from this? Like, what is, what are you yeah. learning about X Y Z defensive end because? He slipped or hit this pad perfectly or ran around a hula hoop. It makes zero sense. Turn on the damn tape. That's how you tell if a guy can ball. I do it. I agree. And you and I are cut from a similar cloth. Not that I played running back in the NFL by any means. <laughs> Jeez, the only thing I've run to is a Wendy's drive through constantly. But we love the draft. We love football. Yes. And yes. the combine is one of those things where I can't believe I still put it on, but I put it on because I'm just interested in more of the conversation as it's going on, right, hearing right. about the guys. Because I get knee-deep in this stuff. But this has now become a really interesting time, I I think more for Giant fans and even Jet fans, because all that keeps coming up now is conversation about quarterback. And I know whether it was the beginning of this week or late last week, we disagreed on what the Giants will likely look to do at the quarterback position. You're in in team no quarterback. I'm in team quarterback for a variety of reasons. Within the last hour, Connor Hughes from (sighs) SNY. Please tell me he was on my side. He's in Indianapolis, boots on the ground. Tell me he's espousing he, my side. He has said, paraphrasing, the worst-kept secret at the Combine from talking to everybody there mm-hmm. is that the Giants are looking to trade up for a Oh, God. So, Connor just now on Twitter said, and I quote, that is not what I said. Really? Uh, yep. So, okay. I guess nice. uh, it was aggregated that he had said that. That yes. was the report. So, right. Connor just now pulled the, I never said that. He goes, this is not what I said. Awesome. Now, really? He didn't He's go on. My, I knew he was on my side. Maybe we well, could what? text Connor or something get the uh, clarification. Yeah, find out said. exactly what he yeah. said. 
Because he had to have said something reference to the quarterback. All right, that bothers me because I was getting giddy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, see, now I feel calm again. <laughs> I want to separate a couple things. First and foremost. All the quarterbacks coming in this year, they all are going to suck. I don't think that, but look, I, I'm an idiot. I thought Josh Rosen was going to be really good. So I was wrong. I no, I, look, it is what it is. You got to admit when you were wrong. Right. I, I, by the way, I could sit there. I, you know, I thought he was going to be good until we talked to him. He came on our realize, national yeah. show, and I'm like, this dude, he talks too much. And you know what's funny? I thought Sam Darnold was going to be good until we talked to him on our <laughs> national show. And I was like, oh, boy, this is a problem. So, and on the flip side, I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to stink until we had him in studio. Yes. And then I was like, wow, I think he's going to be pretty good. So it is funny how when you talk to a person. Right, right. That, that's why, exactly why you have to meet with quarterbacks right. at, the, at the combine. Exactly. Or the pro days or whenever you get a chance. I am in favor of the way Joe Shane keeps speaking and presenting his case because I think he's not revealing his cards one way or another. And we can overexamine what he said. Mm-hmm. But I think if the Giants are looking to trade up for a quarterback, and that is where they're going, all he's doing is playing everything the right way by not looking desperate and saying all the right things about Daniel Jones. 100%. However, the Giants have been meeting with these quarterbacks, <laughs> and it seems very evident. Uh, a couple interesting things I, I took out of this. Number one, I think that we both like Jaden Daniels. We understand he needs to get in an NFL weight room. You yeah. said something yesterday about being very light uh, and yeah. having to get an NFL body. That's something Jaden Daniels has to be. He's the quarterback at well, LSU. He has, to, he has to know that. And, yeah. look, they were they were okay last year at LSU. But, I mean, some of it with coaching, it's hard to, like, know where the fault fully lies right. for LSU's, I don't know, subpar season a year ago. But it wasn't Jaden Daniels. I mean, he was a stud. He did exactly what he needed to do. He was dominant as a runner, as a passer, but he is light in his ass and he needs to he needs some time to grow, which makes him perfect if I was going to draft one of these guys and right. I don't want any of them because I still want to believe in Daniel Jones and I think there's a lot of other things that they need to do. He needs to sit, right? He's the he's the quarterback that get drafted first round, there's somebody there, uh sit for a year, maybe two, and then build yourself into that NFL body. And then go take over and go dominate. And that could be the chief model. If Daniel right. Jones could be Alex Smith and right. that kind of deal, that maybe that is what works out. By the way, Lugie just got my Lugie, you could say it on the air. What did what did Connor say? So inside baseball, I accidentally I meant to text you something, Sean. I actually texted Connor Hughes that. So that's why that information didn't get to you. So oh. a little inside baseball there. But I'm talking to Connor right now. He said he did not say what Dove Kleinman aggregated, that they are, what What was the exact quote there, Sean? Do you have it in front of you? Uh, the worst kept secret. The in, worst kept the secret combine. is that they're looking they're to. They're looking. It's what he said is that they're willing to trade up. I said exactly they want a quarterback, are oh, willing to right. trade up. I mean, that type of stuff. Not to split hairs or anything. Not to defend Dove Kleinman. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. If, you're will- if the worst kept secret there is that they're willing to trade up, that means they are looking. Yeah, if you're willing, that means you given the right opportunity, you're going to. Right? So, I don't... I guess the difference would be looking would be your calling teams. Yes, willing yes, would yes. be you're yeah. willing to answer the phone if a team wants to trade back with you. Uh, yeah. Is that really too deep to think about that? That's <laughs> a little complicated. But the bottom line is this. If, if everybody there thinks the Giants are willing to... Quarterback is at play. That's what it means. Yeah, it's in play. And by the way, maybe it's more in play because the Giants are liking these guys after talking to them. Uh, so, Jaden Daniels, I thought the one interesting thing he said was that he, when he met with the Giants... Joe Shane and Brian Dable basically passed them the clicker and told them to go through stuff and just wanted Jaden Daniels to talk ball with them, which I thought was really cool. Right. I, I mean, you know, it's I want to hear, I have time with you. I want, I want to hear from you. What do you think about playing It's an interesting thing to think about. Like, what's the evaluation of a quarterback? We all wonder. Like, we don't really know what GMs and head coaches are looking for, but I'll tell you the one thing that you have to know 
is how to talk ball, right? You have to know how to, oh, they're trying to do this to me defensively. More so they, a quarterback than any other pressure, right? 100%. Football, I mean, running like running backs, it's just, it's kind of like, all right, I know this guy's going to try to go low on me, then I'm going to try to get my shoulder. All right, this is how I run a route on this player. Offensive lineman, it's the same thing. I got to watch his first step. All that nonsense. But quarterbacks, it's so complex. The one thing that you have to be able to do is know what a defense is trying to do or identify, is this cover two? Is this a shell? Is this cover one? Am I getting dogged? How do I change my protection? Like, it's complicated. And if you can't do that, and this is why I think it's awesome that Brian, da- uh, Brian Dable just handed him a clicker and said, tell me what you see, you know, you'll, you'll find out pretty quickly who's full of it and who actually really knows what's going on. No doubt about it. And by the way, so Lugie's kind of forwarded me some more stuff here from Connor Hughes. This is the way I'm interpreting Connor Hughes's report. Let's hear okay? it. Okay? And Lugie, tell me if I'm, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Basically, the idea of being willing is if the first three quarterbacks that we all think are the big quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, who we'll get to in a second, Drake May, who we'll get to in a second, and Jaden Daniels, who we talked about, come off the board one, two, and three, that would be the Bears, Washington, and the Pats. Yes. The Giants would no longer be willing to trade up for a quarterback. It's the idea of somebody in the top three doesn't want a quarterback. Doesn't want a quarterback, and therefore, forget them trading, the quarterback starts to fall. Let's say New England decides, you know what, we're more more all in on Russell Wilson or Justin Fields or something like that, Uh, and then that third quarterback starts to fall. The Giants then might look to get to four or five because, again, it would cost you a little less than going up to three. So, like, could the Giants trade with the Chargers at yeah, five? Yeah, that's the other thing that we we have to, like, I think, bake into this conversation is that free agency happens before the draft. Right. And so there are a bunch of quarterbacks that are going to be on the move. Russell Wilson, presumably, even though we kind of – Sean Payton hasn't said anything. It's uh, official. It's probably – he said two weeks, I think, yesterday – when they're going to make a decision on him. By the way, you know when they said something official? When they stopped playing him the last few weeks <laughs> of the good, year. That's a good point. Unofficially official. When they when they said you're going to the bench because we don't want to yeah. guarantee your salary over they, injury. They weren't eliminated, by no. the way, at the time he said that. Right. And so in, 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 in all likelihood, Russell Wilson's going to be free. Kirk Cousins is free. There's a bunch of uh, – Gardner Minshew is a free agent. Not that he's going to come in and be a starter. But you know what? He probably could come in and be a starter somewhere. He was actually pretty good last sure. year. Almost got them to the playoffs. Right. And so there are there are a few pieces that are going to determine what a lot of these teams are going to do in the draft. And there could be some unknown um, quarterback movement that we're just not aware of right now. Tiki, right. it's funny that you brought that Especially. up. You mentioned Harbaugh. You mentioned the Chargers. We're to assume he likes Justin Herbert, right? I that mean, he would not be willing to move on from him? Because as a Giant fan, I would scoop Herbert in a, in a nanosecond. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would just be a reckless speculation yeah. that Jim Harbaugh wants J.J. McCarthy, maybe? Because right. he just won a championship with him oh my and would God. be willing to <laughs> trade now, I gotta think. Justin Herbert. I mean, that's that's a real out there scenario but now well anything can happen sure it's a new coach and jim harbaugh is one of those guys that's set in his mind he knows you know what, what he wants and so but i don't think that's happening harbaugh's gonna take you hook line and sinker it just dawned on me because jj mccarthy's the fourth guy from michigan and he shot off the boards now again take this from somebody who loved josh rosen i watched a ton <laughs> of michigan games this year he's not ready as a as a yeah. gambler i watched a ton of michigan games i didn't view him as a first round quarterback let alone top five and yeah. it was harbaugh himself who came out weeks and weeks ago and said he thinks that McCarthy's the best quarterback in the draft, and now it just hit me. His dopey team is picking fifth. He already has his quarterback. He wants to build the stock of McCarthy, not because he wants him. 
He wants somebody trading up with them to take McCarthy at five and making the mistake so he can uh, get a boatload of picks. And he's also helping his guy out by moving him up in the draft. Bigger payday, so he's doing him a solid That time. would be such a Jim Harbaugh move. It would be such a Jim Harbaugh move. Yeah, I don't trust him. You know, him. J.J. McCarthy's still here. You better get him before uh, the Tennessee Titans draft. They're not. Uh, well, they. I mean, they had Will Levis, but they drafted him in the second round. Hey, Giants, trade with us. Come up a pick. I think DeVito might be the answer. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm still not out on Tommy. That would be the shock of all shocks if that happened with the Chargers. That'd be as sneaky since reckless speculation. It's actually dumb radio to even speculate about it, but that would be the move this offseason. Well, well dumb but or you not. Know what? They, but, uh, hold on. The reason it's not is because the Chargers are in position to draft a quarterback. Right. Right. They're not, it's not like they're in, they're, they're picking 12th, they're picking fifth. Or they're in position to take the best player in the draft as everybody goes up and reaches for quarterbacks. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The be- you can make a case the best player in the draft goes four or five, whether it's Marvin Harrison or uh, who am I? From Malik Neighbors. Malik right? Neighbors, yeah. yeah. Dunze. Uh, but, but Harbaugh is a weird and quirky guy. We don't know if he loves Herbert. Herbert is one of those guys that's polarizing. There's a right. lot of people that love him. Right. You yeah, have a lot so, of people he, that don't. He has the excuse of coaching. Yeah. That, that's, that's, the, that's the Justin Herbert out. Is it his coach? He hasn't, he hasn't ever had a offensive coach, head coach. He's had some good offensive co- – uh, maybe. He's had some some offensive coordinators. Let's put it that way. Sure. But he hasn't had that guru head coach offensive coordinator to, to mold him into the player like Doug Peterson did with uh, uh, down in Jacksonville with, with uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. So. Well, and Harbaugh, too, has had a couple of years now where essentially he could pick whatever job he wanted in the NFL. He could leave Michigan. Teams were interested – he came out this year, granted, after winning a national championship mm-hmm. and feeling like he did his job, and and wanted the Charger job and took the Charger job. You can't tell me that's just because beaches are nearby. It's because <laughs> Justin Herbert is in place as a quarterback, and it is very rare that you get, let's call Herbert, a top eight quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Okay? Very rare that a coach's job opening becomes opening with a quarterback like that. There's, I have more confidence in Zach Wilson than I do Justin Herbert. By the way, Tiki, what you just saw there is I played the role of Sean there, and he played the role of Evan. I threw something out there that you would maybe normally throw out there, and Evan would call you dumb, and now you call me dumb. So I don't appreciate you calling me dumb. <laughs> what do you mean? Why would I throw that because out? Because I'm speculating. Reckless, reckless specul- like, uh, speculation. And dumb radio. And, and dumb radio. Is why? that what you think I'm about? trying to get a damn quarterback here, and I like Herbert, and I think I'm Harbaugh's... I'm a fat moron. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is a weirdo that wears, you know, basically capris or dungaroos. Dungaroos or whatever the album Dungaroos, you know. <laughs> What's the pants that you wear? Dungarees. 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 That's a great cookie. Yeah. By the way, it is. Also, nobody has mentioned dungarees since 1989. <laughs> but he wears them. <laughs> like Jinkos. Remember Jinko pants? Jinkos. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm wearing full disclosure today. First time I'm wearing pants not made by Old Navy uh. <laughs> in about four years. All right. Are they stretchy? A little stretchy. Mm-hmm. My wife said you need to, uh, you know, up your fashion game a little bit. Uh. So she uh, she got me some new pants to put them on. Tonight. Nice. It's my belly! Nobody can see them because you're behind a desk. Oh, just <laughs> look. I feel good. And now if my wife's listening, she knows I mentioned that she got me pants. You wanna, yeah, I'll no, show you I my wanna, ass. I want to see the, the sweatshirt. Oh, the sweatshirt. This is a uh, oh, hockey those, sweatshirt. Those are nice. Yeah. Sweatshirt Dude, and pants. you actually churched it up a minute. Yeah, look. Not, not a ton. He not it's a ton. how he ended up being a fat he, piece he of ass. Up a minute. He knew he was going to be sitting next to me today. That's of why. Of course. Well, look, Tiki, somebody has to look good on the show. <laughs> uh, all right, so back to the quarterback conversation. I think, based on everything Connor's saying, I am getting my hopes up. I want the Giants to trade up for a quarterback. I really do, Tiki. And you could talk about the belief in Daniel Jones. It still comes back to me. 
the, we could pass on this now. If Daniel Jones gets hit and has another neck injury in week three, I don't think Joe Shane is going to be around long enough to make the decision to draft a quarterback. I think that the Giants would have another plummeted season. Uh, I think they'd be bad, and I think that we'd be kicking the tires. And I want this regime, which we just talked about the clicker, to survive. And the best way to survive is find their answer at right. quarterback. Now, no, to you're right about that. Anytime a head coach, coordinator, or, or a, a, a general manager drafts a quarterback, you're generally going to get time. There are times when that doesn't happen, where you draft your guy. And then you get fired because you you mismanaged it, right? And so, but I don't see that being the case with Brian Dable. I don't I don't see them drafting a quarterback and being shown the door. By the way, that would be malpractice, also because you don't want to hire a new guy and then saddle him with a guy you just drafted that the new coach wouldn't believe in. That's exactly right, especially if you just drafted him. And right. So drafting a quarterback makes this thing. I w- I've been talking since the season ended that Joe Shane's been lobbying for another year. So not just don't vi- don't judge us on year three, judge us after year four. You draft a quarterback, you're you're at least a five. Right. right. So there's continuity with the team. And, and and by the way, is that such a bad thing? It's not. Yeah, and I'm, it's funny you bring that up, Tiki. If they were to get fired after next year, let's say the Giants they they win five or six games and John Mara gets impatient and fires him. Okay. Whether they drafted a quarterback or not. Wouldn't that almost tell you, if you were a new coach or GM getting fired, that the worst possible thing that could happen to you is have success in year one? Yeah, that's true. Think about it. Because you're almost punishing them by the fact that they came in with no expectations, blew away expectations, make the playoffs, win a playoff game, and it's almost being held against them. Right, because that was was Evan's take last year to start the season, that no matter what the Giants do, unless they win another round— Unless they win in the divisional round, this season's a failure. And look, the Giants overachieved two seasons ago. We all know it, right? right. They, I don't want to say they got lucky in moments, but they played some close games. They played them close to the vest, and they had a bunch of really good players. Some of them are no longer here, like Julian Love, make big time plays at the end of games to salvage wins, right? And so it, that's those are 50-50 games, right? right? Well, they, and they could have gone either way. And that happened to them this year, Tiki. Of course they missed a field goal versus the Rams. <laughs> yes. The stupid Bills two plays yes. in that game. And yes. it went on the Jet game. Jets. Right. You know, that's eight wins right there they could have had because the ball didn't bounce their way. So they're not that far from where they were in year one. Year two was devastated by injuries. Big theme on the show today. I can't be pulling the plug on them. But in the back of their mind, the best thing that has to buy them time probably is identifying that quarterback, and it is so clear based on everybody they are speaking to. Yeah. Even if they don't take a quarterback, they are certainly not as all-in as Joe Shane has told us vocally on Daniel Jones, or they wouldn't be you know, this invested in talking to quarterbacks, which is just smart business. Mm. 877-337-6666. Do you want the Giants to trade up for a quarterback? Let's have fun on the phones. Let's go to Woody in Plattsburgh. Woody, what's the buzz? What up, Woody? Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. What's happening? Okay. Happy Friday. Uh, yes, happy Friday. Um, Sean, let me start with you. All right. And then I'll get to Tiki. I got, a few, I got a few football questions. Go ahead. Okay. Sean, you'll literally never hear me say this again. Okay. But I tip my cap to you for A-Rod Day. Excellent <laughs> job. There it Thank is. Thank you. Excellent. Let me tell you something. Excellent job. I couldn't even get through. I had better luck getting through when Craig left the show than on your A-Rod day. <laughs> Look, so, it's a day that we will never forget. 
Props to you, dude. Like, anytime I hear those A-bomb from A-Rod calls, like, I get mad chills. Right. A-Rod was the man. I, right. I don't care. Ironically, okay. Evan also got mad chills. All right. You got mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> I was loving it when he stomped out of the studio with a little girl. Good times. Right. All right. What else so, you uh, Tiki. Tiki, let me get to you. I got a few football questions, if Go you ahead. don't mind. Go ahead. Okay, uh, let me just preface this. Um, I played Division Two at SCSU. My buddy Mark Carlson okay. went and got a chip. He went and got a chip on that second Redskins um, strike year team. Oh, so I got like, a little connection. There. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Kind of cool. I mean, granted, he sat by the pool, but who cares? He sat by the pool and <laughs> Dude, got a chip. It's all good, me? man. It's all good. All right, you right. Do, all you got to do is be a part of it. Facts. <laughs> Okay, I got a few just a few little questions for you, Teek. Go ahead. When you were at the combine, what did you whack that two twenty five for on the bench? How many reps? Fifteen. I thought I did it twelve, but uh, Evan told me yesterday I did it fifteen. I mean, I was 15, little. Fifteen. Okay. I was like two hundred right. no, no, pounds I mean, or something, but I mean, fifteen's all right. <laughs> no, 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 fifteen's not bad. I mean, I know for linemen when I was going to combines, you had to do the minimum number was thirty. Yes. Yes. So thirty or better. And I was even though it's it even though it's a useless even though it's a useless exercise. <laughs> uh, true enough, true enough. Okay. Uh two more questions. I just don't want to get whacked here. Go ahead. Um okay. Evan's With not here. You'll time. be good. Oh, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Lugie, <laughs> mind your business. Um so um with time being so important in the NFL, right? Yeah. And you see these coaches like make these fumble you know, they just like fumble the time stuff. Right. Why isn't there like a sp- like a time guy that you pay like eighty most, grand a dude, year. Most guys have it. Year. Woody, most oh, guys yeah. have that guy. The question is, how does he get in? Right? How does he get into the into the conversation? Because sometimes it just gets overwhelmed. What's your last one? Give me one more. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Uh, all right. Hold on. Uh, my mind is spent. Okay. Here's another one. Um, okay. So, like, I know everybody in the NFL and me having played football, you want to be a tough guy. Right. But when I see these guys go down on the field and they have these injuries, like, yo, why is the guy limping off the field? Why are we not getting a cart out there? I don't understand that. <laughs> I find that to be crazy. The cart. You love the cart. No guy wants to be yep. on a cart. I'm telling you right now. It's deceiving, though. TV. No guy wants to be on a cart. It, 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 not, not that a player should care in that instance about a fan, but I'll never forget the game Terrell Thomas in preseason tours ACL, the corner mm-hmm. of the Giants. He walked right off that field holding his gloves. And I remember saying, oh, he's walking off. He's, he's fine. Good. And you found out the next morning he was out for the year. Yes. It's a big fan tease right. when you don't put him on the car. Right. The car, I expect the worst. I I see. I tore my PCL. PCL is different than ACL. It's you not, walked off? It's not terminal. Yes, I limped off. And go to the sideline. Ronnie Barnes, he's like, oh, man, what do you think? I'm like, oh, something, my knee, is, it just does not feel right. He's like, right, let's hope it's not an ACL. We lay, he, we lays me down, does the, the Lockman test. That's the one you always see them pulling, oh, the, okay, pull pulling the knee. And it's there. He's like, oh, that's not that. Then he pushes, and it's like, oh, your PCL's gone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. What does that's that amazing. mean? I know that's your job, but that's but amazing I that they could tell. Well, they, I mean, it's just a quick diagno- uh, diagnosis. You have to go in and get x-ray or uh, get an MRI to, to confirm it and everything else. But um, that's why they always say, like, it's a knee injury. Um, he's not going to return. You got to evaluate it later. Because they know, but they can't, they don't know for certain. They can't officially they say can't it. They can't officially say it. I would say the percentage has to be high that they got it right on of the course. first test. Absolutely. Right? Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Think about the Aaron Rodgers injury. Right right after right. it was They feared kinda, the worst. They feared the worst, but they didn't actually know until they – did an MRI on it or an x-ray or an MRI on it. 
And right after the game, they knew because they took Aaron Rodgers to go get MRI, and Robert Sala knew the season was over, basically. Boy, nothing like reliving good times. <laughs> no, again, we all have all, we have all these injuries in New York. Every fan base. Mike in New Paltz. Mike, what's up? What's up, Mike? Hey, how y'all doing today? We are good. How are you? All right. All right. All right, so if I was the Giants, I wouldn't go get a quarterback, maybe like a free agent. Or like like y'all said, Minshew, David Brissett. Think they need to like David Brissett? stick with the line, or stick with the trenches, maybe. Yeah, in the draft. In the draft. In the draft. You talk, so, I, look, the draft, I think, appreciate you call, Mike. I think the draft is going to be wide receiver O-line. If, right, I know that the quarterback is a possibility. Yeah. Sean, calm yourself. I know. I'm not going to flip out. But I I think the draft is wide receiver, skill position player. Now, with Darren Waller talking about he's going to retire. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe the Giants uh, uh, trade Bra- back and get Brock Bowers, who's a stud from Georgia. Um, but I think it's 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 skill position, offensive player, and offensive line. Build that ass first. Build that ass first is right. Now they're obviously going to address it in free agency. So if they get lucky and get you know a couple of really good solid players in free agency, offensive line wise, maybe the draft feels different. But right now you have to address up front if you're the Giants. You have to. By the way, I prefer the free agency route. Because I, this is the argument I can't have with anybody today, and I hope nobody's going to call with this. If you are some kind of fan that go, you don't draft quarterback because it's nothing without the O-line, I do agree with that to an extent. But don't point to quarterback failures and whiffs in the first round and then not acknowledge how many of these offensive linemen, which might be harder to evaluate right. than quarterbacks that are in the NFL the way offenses run, they whiff too. are whiff. And right. by the way. And it's not just the Giants, by the way. Yeah. It's a, a lot, lot of teams. And by the way. If it is with the Giants, we saw it with Eric Flowers. We probably have seen it with Evan Neal. It doesn't end. By the way, took a third-round pick on Matt Parrott. That was another developmental pick that basically wasted. It doesn't end with the whiffs on the offensive line. Charlie in Middletown. Charlie, you're on the fan. Well, I guess you waited for that guy because I I just – watching them for years and years and years, if you don't fix the offense – the first thing Parcells came in that one year before they went – he went out and drafted offensive linemen and rebuilt the offensive line, and then they went on to be successful. Right. Every year, the quarterbacks are just getting – is Daniel Jones injury-prone? Yeah, but he gets hit 900 times a game and <laughs> right. 900 times a year. Charlie, you're not so wrong, and I think that's ruined Daniel Jones, but, but let's admit this. You can't act like the Giants have ignored the offensive line in the draft for years. By the way, they hit on Andrew Thomas. They tried with Evan Neal. I like John Michael Schmitz as a second rounder. They spent the top 100 pick on Josh Azudu. At some point, there are other positions on the football team. By the time they finally get the freaking offensive line right, if they keep investing premium picks on the offensive line, you know what's going to happen? The only good part of the team is going to be the offensive line. <laughs> like, so like You're going to have to spread is, out the resources at some point here. That's so why I want free agency to be the online swing. Which quarterback you can say is Andrew Luck in this draft? Which, like, like beyond doubt, you know he's going to be good. Had a had yes. a had a had a solid uh, college career. Has high reputation on everything. Right. No issues at all. None of them. Right. None, none of them. None of them. No. But which which right. which offensive lineman can you assure us is Anthony Munoz in the stream? <laughs> I think I think Joe Alt has the the potential. Right, you that. think? By the way, I think Drake May and Jaden Daniels have the potential. You see, I don't. I disagree. And I got one other question for Tiki, which I've been asking Stephen. I wanted to ask on this. What up, bro? How did you go on the Housewives in New Jersey? What are you doing on that? Because, show? because we're friendly with 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 Joe and Tari and uh, and uh, Melissa. 
And so they asked us, Charlie, they asked us like five years, like six or seven years ago. But they really? I mean, yeah, but our, our Brooklyn was too young. We we're like, nah, we're not going to do that. But then we got uh, they got yeah. a little bit older. We we're like, all right, let's give it a shot. And then like, yeah, then I, like I three, the, like two I months in, your face. Oh, I watch dude. your face sometimes when Charlie, the are killing each Charlie, other. you know what I was doing? I was just there for the drinks. I was just there for the drinks. I'm going to hey, be I'm in the too. corner. <laughs> I got to tell you, two T. Thank you, Charlie. You know because I talked about this in the newsroom. Lugar mentioned Vanderpump Rules in the first hour. Oh God. Real Housewives in New Jersey is one of my guilty pleasures. It was put it this way: my wife's given up on the show. It's I'm kind the, of the only one that you can watch. Yeah, I don't like the other ones. The other ones don't make sense. I hate. They it. feel fake. They feel fake. Yeah, I agree. I hated that you and your wife were on the show. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I know you obviously more than your wife. I've met your wife a couple times. I hated that you guys were on the show because it took away the fun of the show for me. <laughs> Because now I'm watching this, and there are times I feel bad for you guys. Now it wasn't escapism? Yeah. <laughs> now it was like, leave my damn friend alone. Then I, what I, the I, hell is wrong with and you? And then I forget because I get sucked in. And by the way, we all have our things, right? You're a sports fan listening to this. There was also a moment at some point in that season where I, I don't remember the argument. Where I'm, I'm sitting there analyzing. I do everything. I'm like, I think Tracy's wrong there. I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I know Tiki. Tracy can never be wrong there. And I hated it. I don't want, I don't want you know, my fun mixed with that. I don't want you guys on the show. So I'm happy you're not on the show anymore. But my bad. I'm no, sorry. I know. I am. So, this is coming from a wrestling fan. I am so fascinated with reality TV because I could be sucked into it, thinking it is "quote unquote" real. Yeah. But I am so like enamored with how they go about it because it's obviously real to a degree. But they stage things. Well, Alcohol they're, is always they're, present. They're real issues. But it's it's all accelerated. So if we had a WFAN reality show, like yeah. if we recreated Vanderpump or Housewives, so let's say me and Sean are bickering about something, they would just put me and Sean in a room and then say, remember, you guys yes. hate each other right. or whatever. Here, here, here's some vodka. Drink it straight. Um, and then I would be the producer saying, remember he said to you, Lugie, remember he said this about you. So Gassing them up. Go, go get them. Gotcha. And so it, they're not it, exactly it, telling you what to say, but they know yes, how to pick and yeah. So they're, it is. They're like, they're pushing a, pushing a button. So and it's then, real and stuff. Then, and then, but, yeah, it's real stuff. It's but it's like, it's like a year of real stuff. So right. it's it's like he said this in on March. He said this in October. He said this in November. He did this in February. And by the now way, go get him now. And I'm sure they they know through casting the right personalities that are of easy course. to take. The, it's of you course. know it's like like mice to take the bait. Yes. Well, it's also like what we do here. I mean, you get on the yes. air is for a reason, right. right? I mean, I thought the only thing sometimes real is the Botox, basically. The, the, in these the shows. challenging thing for Tracy because it wasn't really me. I was just kind of eye candy. To her substance. Well done, Tiki. Or to her substance. What, she's just too nice. She was. She's just too nice. But you need like one. If you look at every single reality show, right. there's like, you know, one nice person. You have a Snooky, but then you have like a Vinny. You need like right. a normal, and I love Nicole, <laughs> but like you need like the wilder person on the show and a calmer person. Yeah, by the way, she's with Nicole right now. Your wife is with this. Oh, at the, uh, the, at cheer? the cheer competition down in, <laughs> down in Dallas. I'm leaving this evening. I'll be joining them. They get to do that. I get to hang out with Lou Gower and stare at a 20-inch TV. I would be down for WFAN Survivor. Not Vanderpump, but WFAN Survivor. That would be interesting. Well, you just gave Spike a great idea. Thankfully, he's on his way to Philly. Right. By the way, before we tie up this segment here, because yeah. it has to do with it with the offensive line situation, this is for both of you out there. Can we read into the fact that there have been off because we've talked about the offensive line for years with the yes. Giants? So got to fix the offensive line. There have been several offensive linemen that have left the Giants and have played better. Feliciano just had a really good year. Flowers, yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. 
Flowers Flowers got moved. Yeah. To, to, in fairness, he got moved yeah. to, to guard with in, in Miami. And by the way, Flowers, everybody mentions that. Flowers was really good for like a seven-game stretch with either Miami or Washington. I forgot yeah. which team it was. Then wasn't very good. Yeah. By the way, Flowers well, no, he, had, he was good with Miami and then signed a contract, I think, with Washington. Yeah, however it worked, and then wasn't very good. So he he everybody thinks he got like that much better for the Giants. He really didn't. Yeah. Zyler was always good. He was like Bradbury. He was the wrong guy. Yeah, that he just made the Pro Bowl. Feliciano also was a guard with Buffalo that liked playing center, was with Dable and them. Right. Came here. They to played play him at center. center. Now he went Which back he to had play. never done. Right. Then went and played guard. Newsflash, he was a better guard. So is that a position? Evan Neal maybe should be in a different position? Well, if they get rid of him, would he that, be good somewhere that's, else? That's not the talk that they want to get rid of him. The talk is they want to move him to guard. Right? He has the pedigree. Right. He just he just has not been productive at right tackle. Right. So you talk, talk about fixing the offensive line. And look, Neal stinks and so, so far. But maybe if they move him, they may be able to find something here. And maybe they have the offensive line. They just don't have the guys By in the, the way, right places. Sneaky, when we're talking about injuries, big theme of the show. Tyree Phillips, basically, whatever he tore at the end of the year, he's not going to be ready. And if yeah. he was a free agent... I would have had no problem with Tyree Phillips being a serviceable starting right tackle. Yeah, The team was so much better with him. By the way, the other side of this is offensive line coach. They they were, I like Bobby Johnson. He's a good guy. They they weren't coached well. There were too many, too many instances of guys standing around, not, not knowing who to block. Forget the execution, not knowing what they were doing. That's unacceptable. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.